Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Luke Gregory and here's what's coming up today. It's transfer deadline day, so we'll be keeping you up to date with everything that's happening at the moment, although with about an hour and ten minutes left of the window, we might be cut short, but we'll keep you updated with what's happening in and around Kenilworth Road. And also there was a game of the weekend, Luton nil, Blackburn nil. I thought it was a pretty entertaining nil-nil draw, so today we'll discuss that game in more detail. And we've already said goodbye to two players tonight, Glenn Ray on loan to Wigan, Simon Slug has gone to Ludogrets. Um, so we'll be having a look back at Simon Sluger and, and his, his time at Luton. He, he's been with us since we got promoted to the Championship. So we'll have a little look back at his time at the club. And it's great that we're all back together today. Bataro and Dave in front of me. Last week, someone in the YouTube comments said, was this filmed on a potato? Yeah, I thought that. we made it very clear that I had COVID and that we couldn't be in, in the same room. But uh, I am now COVID-free, finally. Hooray. Yeah, finally. Um, which is great. But it, it still meant I didn't get to go to the football on Saturday. Luton nil, Blackburn nil. Um, we, we, we said last week we'd get four points from the next two home games. We'd be happy. Like I say, um, it weren't the greatest of games, but obviously you were quite entertained by it because you were you know, really bored, clearly. But um, <laughs> yeah, so... I thought it was really... I thought we played some good stuff. Yeah, so I think first half it did, yeah, especially, but... Yeah, it was all right. It weren't, it weren't the greatest game. There's nothing to, you know, dig faults at, but it, it was all right. That was all. I think you'd have taken a point before it, given where they were yeah. in the league. So, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Had a good time. Let's get into some three-word reviews of Luton nil, Blackburn nil. And um, by the way, if anything does happen on the podcast um, we'll get a in the next replacement week, potato. I've got Pete O'Rourke's notifications on, so hopefully any incomings potentially. We've already figured out Elliot Anderson's not happening, but uh, more on that in a bit. Three word reviews of Luton or Blackburn nil. Nick says that will do. JMO, another point added. Dave says another clean sheet. Dan, consistent at last. Richard, lack of magic. Stephen, really good battle. Um, Charlie says Adebayo wins that. And it was that game, really. When you look at it, the start in 11, Adebayo was the notable one missing from the squad. And you do kind of think, with a game of that few chances, he could have been the difference and the magic we needed at the weekend to win. Yeah, well, 100%, I can agree with that. But like I said before, we have to sort of go our own way without Alibio sometimes. Cause we, you know, he's not been there forever, as we know. But um, we need to find a winning way without him as well. To be honest, we said this the other day, he's, he's knackered, he needed a break, he needs to recover. Um, yeah. Well, he's clearly I, I, got I, a I, knock as well at the moment, hasn't he? Yeah, I agree with Charlie, though. I think if Alibio was on the, on the pitch, then we've got a very good chance of winning that. Very good chance. You hear that, Pissarria? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I can't, I can't disagree because he he brings us something different. But um, look, the other important thing on those three word reviews: another clean sheet. You know, our They've defense was pretty good. Our defense is pretty good at the moment. It's been great on the running order today. Producer Jake is clearly either drunk or. Um, Oh, yeah. He says we won 2 0. He's put here with Luton 2, Blackburn 0. If only, mate. If only. So there was four changes from the Bristol City win, which 
um, wasn't our best performance of the season, clearly, and we managed to grind out a win, which was quite important. Mm-hmm. Um, Onyedinma started Campbell and Lansbury and Jerome for Ray, Musqui, Adebayo and Berry. Um, I thought Onyedinma coming in and playing that forward role, I thought he did really well, actually. And it, yeah, he offered he us something a little bit different to what Musqui offered us on Tuesday night against Bristol City. Especially in the first half as well. He, he did very, very, very well. And um, I think he's more his movement, his power. I mean, we, we've seen it before, obviously, out wide on the left-hand side, but going through the centre, it was kind of unpredictable a little bit. But, I mean, all right, second half, it weren't quite the same story. But, you know, I think he hasn't really played a lot either. That's the thing. We look at it that way as well. Yeah. He hasn't really played a lot recently. So, but, you know, we get up to scratch and we're playing for the middle. I'm sure he will adapt. And we've got, we've got many players that are obviously adapt to positions and whatever else. So, and Cornick coming back, obviously, as well. I was going to say, it's a, a, it's a big boost seeing Harry Cornick in, uh, in the squad again. Maybe maybe still not 100%, but no, no, no. it's good, Dave, seeing Cornick back in. Yep, well, he's an exciting player for us, isn't he? And uh, when he's on form, he creates a lot. He's quick. I like it. Yeah, so hopefully he's back to full fitness as soon as we can. Um, I quite enjoyed uh, seeing Campbell starting at the weekend, too. Um, yeah, you know. he's, an, he's an important player on his I think, I he's think very he's, important I think we said this before previously when he first came here I didn't think he you know he was all that at the time because I'd read all that social media comments but Told actually you, now Told you. yeah I know you tell us Pataro but actually now I sit there and think why isn't he starting and that that's a good sign for us because you know if we've got that sort of class player that's on the bench and you can bring him on then uh, the future's bright isn't it as they say. I always think when Campbell's on the ball, I feel very, like, in my in my head, I feel very just calm that he's not going to yeah. give it away. Or he's going to do something, a really nice little pass or just something a bit magical like he did with that goal against Bournemouth and even the goal against Reading. And now it's like, oh, I'm happy, I'm calm. Whereas, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think when Osho or Pelly get the ball at the moment, I'm a bit like, oh my God, what's going to happen? No, it's true, right? Like I say, assurance in midfield, he is. Because yeah. the thing is, he, he, it doesn't try anything silly as well. He gets the ball, he plays it simple if he has to. And, you know, like sometimes there are players that are better on the ball or, you know, distributing the ball than he is. And he will give it to those players. He won't try something that he's not comfortable with, which is quite refreshing to see. Because a lot of players these days, they think they can do sort of like the attacking side of the game. They can do the defensive side. They can do different, but they can't. But Campbell knows what he can do. And he does the job very well. True. And he takes no, he takes no risks. He, he, he presses and he gets that ball. As soon as he wins that ball which, let's face it, I'd say more than 50% of the time he does. He's not trying nothing stupid. He's not trying to beat two or three men. He's yeah. trying to pass that ball sideways or get the ball off. And like you say, he can travel with the ball as well. And when he gets in space, he's a different animal as well. But look, trying to get that space in the championship is like trying to sort of like, you know, get a substance out of bread that doesn't exist. But you know what I mean? I just feel like, we've got, I think we've got a different class of players now than when we first came to the league. I think, you know, We've got a lot stronger squad and he's an essential part of it. So, yeah, it's good to see him back. And for Ed too. Um, yeah, great. I, I Generally, I enjoyed the game. I wish it was 2-0, Jacob, but, you know, I enjoyed the game. Should have won it, though. Well, we did have two big chances in that first half and they're That's probably it. the best chances of the game, weren't they? Um, the first one was... Uh, was it the Naismith, wasn't it? The Naismith one, yeah. yeah. Do you know what, right? I, I find it hard to remember because for those who weren't at the state, obviously I had COVID, I couldn't go. Had to watch it on iFollow. Um, for those who watched it on iFollow on the weekend, would notice that the cameraman or the, the camera operator, sorry, would not zoom in on the end. Luton were attacking or defending. So whenever we were, honestly, you couldn't see anything. 
Yeah. So this chance, I could because it's so zoomed out, you could see it all unfolding. So I saw Naismith bombing in, and he had a little tap in, and he's put it wide, isn't he? I think. Yeah, he's put it wide. And, um, and it, it's a great it, opportunity to score. It was one of those where he connects right, is straight, is going in. I mean, it it for me was a glorious chance, and it should have been one nil for definite. Should have been one nil. Yeah, Good movement, awesome. and as we said before, you know, right place, right time. He's got himself into that position to score. And all he's missing is he didn't kick it right, I don't think. He didn't he just didn't connect right. And it was agonizing just to see because I, I was I was when it, when it, when you looked up from where we we're sitting or standing, um, we're directly opposite where he was, and I'm saying he hits that, it's a goal. Mm. I'm already celebrating it. And uh, did he go with his left or right foot? His right his right foot. I, I was about right. to say if it was on his stronger foot, if it was on his left, he was he would hundred percent put that in. But look, like I say, it, it should have been one nil at the time. And it would have I been deserved as well. It wasn't oh, a case of, of, you know, it wasn't a case that we were on the back foot there. Well, no, it I mean, it would there's, have been there's, totally deserved. There's a time Campbell got in as well within sort of like 15 minutes or whatever, 20 minutes, whatever time it was, it doesn't matter. But there's a time, we, we, we were getting in behind. I mean, let's face it, right, considering Blackburn are supposed to be like in the top two, well, they are in the top two. I don't know if they still are, but they were. We made them look sort of like, you know, well, look, if not on par with us, if not below than us. Yeah, their, their own fans would say they put up a depleted squad, but you can oh. un, you can only you can only yeah. beat what's in front of you, and then for the same extent, we had some of our yeah, players we out, right? The same exactly yeah. that. So uh, they we stop, did. They need to stop fucking crying. That's what they need to do. We did really Teams well. Teams always cry. Oh, look, oh we're playing Luton. Oh, look at us. We've got three or four players missing. Yeah, but guess what? So have we. Yeah, and and the Naismith. To be fair, any other day of the week, he'd put that in. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate he didn't go in. If that goes in at one nil, I think we we motor on and we get two or three. And the second chance fell to Cameron Jerome, and he's yeah, oh. this. I love this chance though. The way we've made this 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 opportunity, and Onyedim has kind of made it out of nothing to get that that pace to burst through the defender and, and pull it back. And it looks like it's going to be a tapping from Jerome from miles away on the TV camera for me. And I don't know if he's not got the cleanest connection on it, but it's, it's trickled against the post and Again, then it's unlucky yeah. just to bounce. I, I couldn't believe away. it today, honestly. I, I genuinely couldn't believe it, right? Look, you know how my bad my how bad my eyes can be sometimes, but look, I was at the other end, obviously, beyond the Kenworth, and um, straight away I went, how the fuck's he missed that? Yeah. That shocking. Well, you, you kind of see it back. There was a player in front of him. He tries, obviously, tries to beat the, the defender's legs and whatever else, and you know, tuck it in the corner. But look, any other day of the week when that hits the post, yeah. it'll come back out to somebody. It, it didn't, you know. It, yeah, overall, it was. You know, I, I watched it back on the highlight show in the evening. It weren't great to watch, but look, like you say, you take positives from it. At least we're making um, the chances, and at least we're making the opportunity to get in them those areas, especially as Cameron's Jerome. I mean. Let's face it, yeah, I think he's been brilliant as well in the last sort of three Especially or four weeks. without yeah. Elijah having to put in the shift against Sheffield United and then the shift again against Blackburn. Um, I think, like we said, it's unlucky. Some, it, it, he probably should have scored it. Looking back, he'll go, I probably should have scored it. But any other day that hits the post and goes in or hits the post and falls to him again. Yeah. And this is what we were saying last week against Sheffield United is that that sliced shot from their right winger, right back, whatever, just landed at Brewster's feet. Yeah. Like, and that's just the, and Nathan just all the time, this league is margins. That's this this league is margins. Yeah, that was the main thing in his interview, wasn't it? It was margins. Very fine margins. We had, we had two very, very close chances that, you know, should have been tucked away, but look, that is the difference. Can, can you believe that we're moaning about, we're not really moaning, but we're discussing not beating the team at second in the league you know 
I, I think we gave them a really good game. We could have won. But the most important thing is, over the last month, we haven't lost that many, have we? We've no. got we've got more points than we could have expected, and and you know to get, you know, four in two games that ain't bad. And overall, any Luton fan that says they're not happy with what we're doing at the moment, they would be lying <laughs> or deeply disturbed because clearly we are all happy as, as a fan base. We are very happy with what we're doing. We're happy where the club is going at the moment, and you know, yeah. I think Saturday's first half, I think I think we were really good actually. And just a word on Henry Lansbury, because I thought he was really good on the weekend. I would have given him man of the match. Mate, no fairness, 100%. He deserves, honestly, deserves a round of applause. The guy's phenomenal. Shit house, mate. Love it. Love the bloke. He's just, he's just such a seasoned pro, isn't he? He's flying into tackles. His weight of pass is beautiful. I just always feel, like I said about Campbell, when it's Campbell and Lansbury mm-hmm. in the middle, when he gets the ball, I'm thinking he's going to try and do yeah. a diagonal. Gonna and it's going to be inch perfect and the reaction I think Luton put up a, a clip on Twitter of Lansbury winning that corner and he celebrates it it's just he's just brilliant at the moment mate I'll be honest like, like you say the things of Lansbury we know what he I think everyone knows what he produces and what he can do he, he's a hothead he gets a lot of bookings I mean he's always sorry for a bet if you want a little bet on the weekend but um, for a yellow card but he like you say, experienced, seasoned pro. And I'll tell you what, he was playing mind games with those Blackburn players at the weekend. Yeah, wasn't he? What was he doing? Mate, he was doing some real disgraceful things, let's face it. But, you know, glorious things at the same time. Amazing. But that's what we like. He's kind of like a Danny, you know like Danny Hilton used to do a few years back? Yeah. But it's almost like Lansbury's got it in sort of like, you know, in abundance, isn't he? Yeah, I think, I think also there's a noticeable, noticeable difference in quality between where we were and where we are now. Even like a season ago, I think we've improved loads and uh, it's a joy to go there at the minute. It's a joy to go there. And, you know, to have that sort of player come on, fantastic. He's brilliant. He's yeah. class, mate. And was, it, was it him at the end as well who grabbed uh, the keeper's nuts? Mm. Was it him? Apparently so, yeah. I think you see it in the replay. I think it's... I think it's yeah, by the I keeper's reaction, something's yeah, happened yeah. there, isn't it? I could work out it was him or uh, Cornet, but yeah. He was angry. Um, the game to finish 0-0 then. I don't think Blackburn created anything, really. They had the lowest expected goals of the weekend in the championship. So oh, I think okay. we, we as a defence did pretty good. Well, their fans, the must have, their fans must have thought um, they'd won something with all those flares going off at the end. Mm. Their fans will say, well, we're missing our top scorer. Uh, yeah, I don't care if so they're missing the I don't understand. Hey, Do you know something? what? Oh, Brereton. Can somebody, yeah. before we go on, can somebody explain to me how um, Blackburn fans could get into the stadium with a flare, given the fact that when I was trying to get in the Maple Road entrance earlier, there was this one guy pulled out of the bloody queue, and I've never seen a pat down like it. Mm. Unreal. I mean, you know, crazy. And they let them flares off in there. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's always, they didn't it's win. the case, though, isn't it? Always the case. Yeah. Um well, finished 0-0. It's a good point for Luton. It gives us four points from the last two home games, which is what we said we'd take. And we've obviously got another two big fixtures coming up. One in the league, Swansea tonight, as you're probably listening to this. Um, Cambridge at the weekend in the Cup, which will be a good one. We'll discuss them later. It is transfer deadline day today. And as of recording this, we've got just under an hour, I believe. I think it shuts at 11, doesn't it? Until yes, um, it closes. So we've already done a little bit of business today. Two outgoings so far in Glen Ray and Simon Sluga and incoming Jed Steer from Aston Villa on loan. 
I guess we start with Sluga. Um, producer Jacob texted me early and was like, I wanted to focus on Lansbury because we thought he did really well, but we were like, nah, let's do Sluga because if he's rumoured to be going, I think it's only right that we look back at him. And he's asked two questions on social media today. Are you sad to see him go? And have we had our money's worth out of him? And we had so many res- more responses than ever. So I think we had like over 60 responses. So Jacob's put like the best six down here. Um, I guess we'll start with you two first. Are you sad to see Sluga go? Uh, do you know what? I don't know if I'm sad. I don't think sad is the right answer for me. I mean, I think no. when, when he came in, I was excited. He had a couple of times where you just thought, what have we bought? And then he's had some, some games where you're thinking, yeah, he was world worth class, the money, yeah, world class. It. So I, I don't dislike him. I don't think he's been lo- here long enough for me to be sad about him going. That's how I feel about him. But he was brilliant for when he, when he was in, on form. He was brilliant. And I love that. Yeah, it's almost like a big, res- big respect to Seamus Luger, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't disrespect. Dis- yeah, no disrespect. Could, no, no disrespect. None of us would say that. But, but, but some, some games, you wonder, you wonder what Sluger you were going to get occasionally, you know. I like this mentality, though. Yeah. But were you going to get the, the, the Sluger that done the massive mistake against Derby? Mm-hmm. Or were you going to get the one that made the brilliant saves that kept us in the league or kept us in the game, especially when we was on that, that, uh, that mini tournament that Nick Owen referred to when we were speaking on the podcast? Um, about that, those final eight games of the season that kept us up, mm-hmm. you know, which ones you get? Well, you, you, you can't doubt his ability. You can't doubt that. And he was our biggest signing ever. You know, that's, that's oh, yeah. amazing. Most expensive, probably. It'd be interesting to know. I know it's non-disclosed, but it'd be interesting to know whether we made our money back. No, nah, no way. Don't think we I can't done. see it. I can't can well, you see, see you, that. Well, you can't see it because he didn't tell you. It could be hmm. one of them signings that you look back at and you just say that he played his part in the journey we're currently on. Yeah, um, yeah they, he had his moments in, in his games where he made a couple of howlers, but like you said again, he's made so many world-class saves for us. Um, and most notably the one away at Wigan, which I guess without that point, we would... Probably the best, you probably best go I've seen live as well. <laughs> Excuse me. Thing is, you know, hey, oh, nice to see you got the cough. <laughs> Jesus Christ, get your mask I'm recovering from COVID, sorry. Yeah, go test again. <laughs> Don't say that. Either way, back to it, the Wigan save. Um, no, what I was going to say about him was that, you know, he could he could pull that kind of save out of, out of nowhere. And you're saying world-class save, but kept us kept us in the right place there. And we all pushed on, don't we? So you, you can't moan at him. He's only at the club, what, two seasons? Two and a half, innit? So we yeah. signed him in, in, in the promotion. Yeah. To the championship. So that's why that's why I say I can't be sad that he's gone because he hasn't been here long enough to really, really get attached to. However, when he's on form, I've loved him. Have we had our money's worth out of them? Then I, I, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because for I, me I, nowadays, I don't really like the question. I'm not going to lie to you. Money's worth. I don't. I'm not too sure if I sort of follow that because. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Thank you. One point two million kept us in the championship with the help of others, but without him between the sticks. I'm sorry, £1.2 million is nothing. I think we've got money's worth out of them. 1.35, right? You look at some some okay, clubs, one, like one Bournemouth have just spent, what, 1.5 tonight on Dembele from Peterborough. £1.1 million is nothing. And I think we've got the money's worth out of him. Easily. But obviously, we, 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 we wish him the whole, all the best and nothing, you know, nothing against him. We wish him all the best and obviously... On his journey to obviously Louis Gretz now pre-playing maybe in the Champions but, League you know, well that, yeah this is it potentially European football so can I just say that, that, that what you've just said there 1.35 million or 1.2 million is nothing 
just sums up where we've come from as yeah. a club because previously we'd have been nowhere near that. And yeah. a lot of people laugh at 1.3 million thinking it's not a lot. Whereas, you know, that's, that's a big step up for us. And hopefully, you know, as we push on and, and the clubs organise more, we get well. more. Yeah, absolutely Record get more. Fee. Well, I could see us potentially, again, maybe in the summer breaking our, our transfer. Yeah. Uh, let's hope, well, I say let's hope, as long as it's right and it works out yeah. for us. But well, obviously with the Sluga debate and whatever else and, you know, whatever happens, that there's no one in, you know, within the football club or the fan base that wishes him, you know, anything... Bad. Success, yeah. Yeah, but we were wishing well. We, we liked him. He, you know, as bad as sometimes some of the things he did, or as great as some of the games he was at his best, he, you know, he always gave a hundred percent, and we knew that. I think, loved. Uh, you could tell by his personality as well, and he, he, he was a winner. He, he loved to, to win. say uh, celebra- celebration after a save, didn't he? Like yeah, like yeah. yeah. Punching the and why not? And, yeah. Why not? Strikers yeah. score when they score. They celebrate. Why shouldn't a goalkeeper celebrate? I think yeah. you're not the nail on the head, really, Luke. Anybody who plays for the club. Is, a, is there a short space of time normally? The fans are there all of the time. And a player is only part of our club's journey and, and he's been part of it. And we'll look back and go, bloody hell, he was good for that game on this game. So I think yeah. you've knocked that right and, on there. And do you know what? I'm going to throw this one out as well. One of the best shot stoppers I've ever seen. I'm not saying one of the best goalkeepers I've ever seen, but one of the best shot stoppers I've ever seen. He was phenomenal. The guy's reaction for a point blank save... That's the thing, though, isn't it? One day he'd, he'd pull it. one of them off and yeah. then he'd pull off a derby or a Middlesbrough. It was an exciting kind of player, wasn't he? Let's face it. It was an up and down. He's an exciting player. But well, we this, wish him the best. This is what you guys said about Seaman Sluger. Are you sad to see him go and have we had our money's worth out of him? Ollie says, yes, his performances during the COVID restart made him worth the money. Solid showing last season, too. He should move on with our best wishes. He moves closer to his family with a chance to play Champions League football. Also, should be a decent fee for us. Good luck, Sluger. So like you said, just moving on. Well wishes. Get on with it. Happy days, really. Ian says, no and no. He started with a number of awful errors, but improved the longer he's been with us. Graham Jones' most eye-catching signing when he became our most expensive player. Wow. It's hard to say why, if we Why do we all go silent there? I don't know. <laughs> Spotlight was on him, I suppose, wasn't it? I think no and no. I agree with no and no. Mate. Oh, and I agree with the first no. Um, the thing is it's hard to say have we had our money's worth out of him because yeah. like it's, we haven't gone down so it's kind of like with what what would we expecting him to hey we'll listen. be expecting Sluger to single-handedly get us into the playoffs or something like all right so you could look at that a different way couldn't you so Sluger cost us how much one point you say 1.35 whatever it was one point something million there has obviously been a fee for him going so then it becomes maybe half of that fee and then so look at him in a different way. Did we get a bargain? Because yeah, we've, we've had him a couple of seasons, he's done his job, he's gone. And we've got some money back on him. So, you know, look at it that way. And it's also, like I said a minute ago, if, you, if you're spending a million pounds on a keeping, a million pounds is nothing. Like you look Actually, at, I know I'm not going to, uh, well, I'm, I'm just about to compare this to... But for us, it is, it is a lot of money. But like you look at how expensive Kepper was for Chelsea and you would say like their value for money, definitely not. But like yeah, when that's, you, that's because of the name. Like, let's face it, that's the name and that's the brand that comes with it. But that's what I'm. But the, the thing is, you look at how expensive keepers can be and stuff. Do they make that much of a difference to your side? That's going to be enough to go. All right, yeah, we really got our money's worth there. I think some keepers in the past have, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not talking Luton. But for any club that's, you know, for for, for a Premier League club, for instance, 
if they get a decent keeper and he saves three or four and they get their 169 million for the next year they're in the Premier League yeah of yeah, course they're worth for the me money. as well with a goalkeeper it's personality more than anything you've got to command if, you, if you're confident and you, you yeah. like to say command and you you know you come out and you collect the ball and you you know you shore up your defence you don't have to be the best sort of, you know the best sort of um, uh, athletic player you don't have to be a gymnast when it comes to goalkeeper I mean a lot of goalkeepers these days they're worth 80 million pound or 75 million pound like Kepa and that and they want to start fanning about, fucking tipping the ball over the bar, sort of like doing backflips and whatever else. I don't want to see that from a goalkeeper. I want to see my goalkeeper come out, claim the ball, and, you know... And give your defence, and give your back four, or yeah. your back three, your centre-backs. Just say fans. Yeah. Look at James Shea, for example. Like, like I say, you know, for example, James Shea is phenomenal, by the way. Underrated. He goes under the radar a little bit. This guy has safe hands, and that's what you want is safe hands. You well, want the player to come and you, and you just the want area. the rest of your players to believe in your goalkeeper too. So sometimes I think that yeah. was slack. Well, David said he's sad to see him go, but Shea's form really softens the blow, to be honest. I think he's been a great keeper for us, and he came up with some big saves. Yes, I feel like in football, this is too, have we had our money's worth? Uh, the 1.4 million or whatever was good value, but not sure we saw the best of him, which is probably true yeah. as well. Yeah. And I'm sure Slugan, he knows, he looks back at his time and goes, probably wasn't the best he would would have hoped for but but did he did he even really settle in the UK that's probably the other question not. probably that's why he's gone uh, Nathan says I'll be sad to see him go but not devastated he helped helped us stay in this division so the value overall was good Shea's proven he can be number one so no huge loss um, Chapa says I think he's had an okay career with us but I have a feeling he's been uh, great for Shea and Iced to learn from I blame Graham Jones and in my opinion he managed him terribly Oh, but he's right though because we've just said this. I mean, Shay Shay has definitely sort of made a big claim for that number one jersey, and uh, I think yeah, you can see the difference in him. Well, would you expect Jed Steer then, who's our new signing and goalkeeper from Aston Villa, to maybe start against Cambridge at the weekend if Shay's oh. number one in, at the moment? Uh, it depends how much Nathan wants to win the game. Um, do you I, chuck I, I, in? Well, this is it, yeah, he's an experienced goalkeeper as well, Jed Steer. Let's face it. He's played in the Premier I, I, League this season. Is, has he? I think so. Okay, yeah. Fair play. Well, I don't know. I mean, is that if if he's going to rest anyone and he's going to rest Shea, then yeah, bung him in, but not just for the sake of it straight away. I'd have thought, you know, he, he would have had a week, mm-hmm. less a than a week playing. Will he be on the bench uh, against Swansea? Yeah, it seems. You so. know, so you know, you know, know what's going to happen. I don't. I don't know too much about Chester. Even let's, let's face it. I mean, I I'm, saw I the Sky Better Championship tweets a video of some of his saves today, and yeah, they're, they're cracking saves. He looks like, a sh- like a, quite a short goalkeeper as well. Does he? Quite small. Did he not make a save in the playoffs? Yeah, he got them to the playoff final. Saved. Well, there you go. So a few hours. did the little stare at Holgate as he took the pen for them. You know. Again, we've got to trust the... Re- we've said this before. You've got to trust the recruitment team. They know what they're at. They know what they're looking for. And they know why they brought him in. So, yeah, you know, he's going to be a part of it. If he's on a loan, he doesn't come, he doesn't come on loan and not play, does he? He's going to play some games. So um, and I think that'd be... To be fair, given Shea's recent form, I think it's really harsh if he's dropped. Really harsh. Yeah, I agree. Um just having a quick look to see if there's any more updates on Luton's transfer activity. Doesn't look like there is. The only thing at the moment is Elliot Anderson apparently has gone or going to Bristol Rovers. We're obviously heavily linked with this guy and Nathan Jones really liked him. Maybe, and we spoke about this off air, maybe it just shows that 
maybe he's not quite ready for regular games in the championship yet. Oh, clearly, he's been he's probably been sold, like we said earlier. He's probably been sold. He's not going to get what he wants in the championship. You know, let's face it, we're a strong Luton side, and we are. Let's not play that down. We're a very strong team. We've got players in that position that can play. We have no idea about this guy. Well, we've seen a few bits about him, but realistically, we have no idea how good this guy really is until he proves himself. And a young boy, was he 19, is he? 19, 20, something like that? Yeah, he's young. I mean, look, he's got his whole career ahead of him. I mean, if he does work at Bristol Rovers or wherever he goes to, if it is the case, then, you know, so be it. But look at uh, Jewsville, for example. Start for League One, work his way up. You never know. Could he play for next it season? Could be one, it could yeah. be one that we revisit. And I think yeah. we've seen tweets online. With Newcastle's position at the moment with their owners, if they stay up, that limits his game time even more. And maybe maybe we could go out and go, you know what? we got 2.5 yeah. million to spend. Let's let's do it. Stoke City have just signed Josh Madger. Good signing. Um, yeah, if you say. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk They've about... Done Netflix watch Sunderland. That we are kind of running out of time. We've only got like 10 minutes left. But we have to touch on Glenn Ray leaving on loan to the end of the season to Wigan. And maybe this is one that, if he does well, it could be moved into a permanent. I'm surprised Elliot Lee's not gone out permanently yet, by the way. Um, but Ray to Wigan. He started midweek against Bristol City. I thought he was okay. Didn't really put a foot wrong. Um, but is he another one? Then we just go, look, he's had an unbelievable journey with us. Nathan Jones loves him. He was one of his first signings. He's been through it all with us. And we just go, you know what? Fair play, Glenn Ray, and thank you. Mate, massive thanks, Glenn Ray, as well. Because I'll be honest, you know how I feel about this one. I was pretty upset. Not upset, but I like Glenn Ray. It's no, it's, no, it's no hidden secret I like Glenn Ray. And you know what? I think he's been very good for our club. As a person, yeah, very uh, let's good. face it, as a human being, he is he's quality. You saw him at Burton away, didn't you? Yeah, in the pub. In that in trip the, you threw yes. your hair after him. Yeah, that's well, right. You know, <laughs> Of course, but you know, the way around, mate. There, there are not many players. There are not many players these days that stay with the same club for a long time. I mean, obviously, the legend Pelly has done has done well, but um, they are they are just in. They're in for a short time. They're helping us on our way, and then they go and you say thank you. Um, there's not many players that have left that I've gone. You know, I hate him now. Mm-hmm. Not, not a couple, but not many, but. You know, he's done well for us. He's done well for us. He's done well for us, but, um, you know, he'll, he'll probably do well at Wigan. And Glenn, uh, he, he will do well at Wigan, 100%. Yeah. He will. He's one you look back on as well. And at a time under Graham Jones, when he was injured for so long and we were crying out for, like, that defensive midfielder and he come back and he started against Forrest. And although we lost 3-1 that day, I remember having a really cracking game and we all thought, you know, this is the central defensive mid that we've been needing this season. And, and in that season, obviously, we did stay up. And you think it all helps, doesn't it? And it's just like it's such a good journey. I think for for Glenn Ray, I think in the last sort of you know year or so, I think game time has been massive for him. He if he hasn't got the game time, he's not going to perform at his best. I think he needs a lot of you know he needs to be playing week in week out. And unfortunately, we can give that to him. But well, he's no. at that age now where he's looking at probably he's at the prime of his career, and he mm. needs to be playing them games. Otherwise, but I know. still feel like I I generally feel like he didn't get enough respect for what he did. And he's Glenn Ray deserves massive. No, honestly, I'm going to tell everyone he deserves massive respect here. Glenn Ray, this guy is phenomenal, right? And he's put a shift in, right? He, he might have, been, you know, he might have, you know, made a few mistakes or not been the best, you know, athletic, athletic wise, or 
you know, like agility, this, that. People want, like, you know, fast players. They want people that can turn people and whatever else. But this guy... He's gone to a club. He's old school, man. He'll fucking love it as well. Right. I, I think I've heard him describe Wigan as a massive club. Well, they're not that. Mm, but, I mean, they've won the FA Cup. Well done to them for that. But um, they are second in their division. They've got games in hand. They've got four games in hand of um, Sunderland. And they're above them. So there's a chance that if he, if he performs well, he, he comes back to our level, you know, if he stays with them. Or he, you know. and, I th- and I think that is level, to be honest. I think championship yeah. is his level. I'm not saying he's the best player in the championship, but I think he deserves that shot at the championship again. Yeah. Because he is a good player. And I think he deserves... And any Luton fan that don't give this guy respect, then fuck it, I have no idea. But I think a lot of Luton fans will, though. And they'll all look back and go, to. you know what, fair play. I've just had confirmation that Elliot Anderson has joined Bristol Rovers on loan until the end of the season, um, which gives us 40 minutes from now. Uh, uh, it'd be cool to go on for another 40 minutes and see if we do actually get anyone in. Another name that was mentioned was Luke Freeman from Sheffield United. Um, you really like this guy, Bataro. Yeah, mate, I can't see it personally. If we were to sign this guy, then I think Nathan Jones, like, I don't know what he's been doing. He must be doing some dodgy business behind the scenes because this guy's phenomenal. But look, I don't think it's a realistic target. And if it is, then fuck me, please be it because unreal. He was, this guy was, you know, a QPR player, I think last season, year four. Single-handedly, probably was one of their best players. Yeah. And pretty much run the team. And got his move to Sheffield United and whatever else. It's not really worked out from there, is it? No, but look, hasn't played a lot of football recently, but look, if we were to get this guy, big sign. Trust, right. trust. Yeah. I've said this already tonight, trust the team. They know what they're doing. The people out there and their targets, they've been going for them. They, they've, been, they've been chasing these guys, not just for today, have they? They, know, they knew the window was coming. They'd have been flirting with them all this time. If someone's come in, they'll pull them out of the bag mm-hmm. before, before that. I just, hope it, I just hope it's a real thing that I've seen, obviously, you know, on uh, Twitter and that, but... I don't really believe it, the Freeman thing. I don't, I don't really believe it. But you know, what's the what's the other one we're seeing as well? Is it Har- is it Harvey White from Tottenham? Yeah, that's what Patricia Jacobs put down here. That looks more realistic. It'll be interesting just to see though, won't it? When it obviously you listening to this now, you'll know exactly what's happened between us recording this and and the end of the deadline. But I guess from right now, if you look at it, are we happy with this transfer window? I guess you could probably say we haven't maybe improved the squad that much, but. Jones has said we hasn't felt a need to, but maybe it could be important for us that if we don't get any extra in now that we've moved on Ray, who was on wages, Sluger, who was on wages and got some money, that that could set us up nicely for the summertime to that's maybe good, go and break our record. And we've still got Elliot Fort, remember, as well. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and normally, I hate transfer windows. I don't, I don't like them. Um, Showing your be- age. Well, no, it's not about my age. It's Especially in January, Dave, as well, isn't it? Well, just, just because you're sitting there, and just for argument's sake, you've you've got... Adi Bayo, who's on fire at the moment, and someone comes, I'll have him now. And, you know, then your squad is devastated because he goes. So that's why I normally sit there and, and worry about who's leaving. It's nice to talk about who's coming in rather than, you know, your, big, your bigger player's going to leave. We know that eventually one of them will go, but it's nice to, to not be so, so worried about stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, it doesn't look like at the moment anything's going on. It's... <laughs> It's, it's exciting, isn't it? Because it's no. potentially an opportunity to bring one more in. 
Should we sit for another half an hour just recording, just sit there and people would be bored to go, oh, nothing's happening, but look. Hey, you can always, you can always edit in. You can always edit in your reactions. You can take, no, your, no, people, it's people, gonna take you 40 minutes to edit this. People listening will know what's happened by the time Jesus, this is out there. We just so. like Fat Ronaldo, fucking hell. Right, can, I've got an update <laughs> though. Yeah, go for it. Can I go for it? Yeah, yeah. Joe, do you remember, um, was it last week, week before, we gave Bataro a painting by Jason Swift of yeah, Mick Harford and Mick signed it. Uh, I read today on Twitter that uh, he's managed, Jason, bloody hell, this is amazing. He's raised £16,680 for uh, Prostate Cancer UK. That is an amazing effort. And everybody who bought a painting off of Jason, uh, well done to you. But Jason, bloody hell, you must have been really, really busy. Good job. Well done. Unreal effort. Everyone's tweeting Luton Town at the moment saying, do we stay up or do we go to bed? Well... Um, Come on, mate. It's only 35 minutes. Get a grip. You should do a transfer special live. That would have been the great, wouldn't it? Uh, anyway, look, we're boring everyone now because everyone knows what's happened and we're all sat here not knowing what's happened yeah, at all. that's true. Um, Instagram questions today. We'll only touch on a couple because a lot of them we've already had. John said opinions on the Sluga going. We've done. Alex reactions to the transfers. We've done. Um, Dan says, how many points are we taking from the next three league games? Swansea away, Barnsley at home, Birmingham away. Do you know, if we're on our game... We're taking nine from that. Thank you. I think you've got to be happy with six, though, haven't you? I didn't say I wouldn't be happy with six, but I said if we're on our game, we can take nine from that. Seven, Bizarre? Seven would be great. Yeah, I'm thinking more of a seven. I'm thinking a draw tomorrow night. Really? I'm, I'm, do you know what I'm going to say? I'm, we're, going to beat Bir- we're going to beat Birmingham away. I'm thinking a draw against Barnsley. Okay. Everyone's going here, Barnsley shit, but it don't matter. Like they, um, you know, no, I think, it, you know, realistically, you want at least... At least four. Two home games in there. At least four, but you want to you want to win six points. Two away games in there, actually. Two away games, yeah. So um, you'd be happy with six. Harry says, are you lot going Cambridge away? I am. Batari. Had my ticket. Batari, are you coming? Babysitting? Yeah, okay. It's all quiet. <laughs> I, I, I will be at uh, Cambridge away. If you see me, say hello. It'd be nice to say hello to you guys. I am going to be flying out to Portugal on Wednesday for 10 days, so... Yeah, lucky you. What should I do? Miss the next few games. And the next podcast, podcast recording as well. So you're not on that. I'm going to yeah. get some sun on my little white milk. Hopefully, skin. mate. I'm going to go get some sun and uh, have a nice little time away. fucking need it, mate. Can't wait. Jesus. Um, well, that is all we've got time for today. One last check at, at social media. It doesn't look like anything's happening right now. But hopefully, we've got to 11 o'clock um, and maybe get someone else in, so... Well, yeah. Swansea away is going to be another tough game Swansea for us. Swansea away. Swansea away. To be fair, if we're on our game, we can beat Swansea. That's how I feel about that one. So I hope that, you know, we, we give a great performance. Um, you're not going to be on the podcast next week. That'll be me and Bataro. Are you off tomorrow, boys? What? You're off tomorrow, work wise? No. No. Why would we be working? Off? Are you, do you no. want to go? Oh, man, you should have said that earlier. Not a chance we would have gone. Anyway, that's all we've got time for today. Get us on the socials, Owen the Town, YouTube as well. If you haven't watched us yet, go search Owen the Town on YouTube. You can watch us three sat in our studio slash kitchen uh, mm. doing the podcasts. Uh, let us know what you think of the new signings, if we've made any before the deadline. And we shall see you next week. Have a good one.